On this week's episode, I want to talk about something called the winning habit. And I also share with you all why this week's episode almost didn't happen. Stick around for that and much more here on The Joshua Mentality. Hello and welcome back to yet another week of The Joshua Mentality Podcast. I'm so glad that you have taken time out of your week to stop here on hopefully this wonderful hump day. Hopefully you're catching it during its release time. As you all heard, I almost choked there on that intro. But that's what happens when you try to eat grapes and open up a podcast at the same time, all right? So, fun fact, my favorite grapes are the green ones, all right? It's just something about the green ones. Do not like the red ones. I actually despise those. Um, So, yeah, there's that. (laughs) Welcome back to another week. This is week number 13. And it's starting to get a little bit scary. I, I think once we get under the 10 mark is when I'm going to start freaking out a little bit. And it's because a lot of you know I'm writing this book and I've given myself to the end of the year to get it done. And it is, it's coming along very well. But when you look up at the, the clock, the proverbial week clock, it, it starts, you start to sweat a little bit. Like, can I really, you know, eke out these last two chapters? Um, before the end of the year? And the answer is yes. Yes, yes, we can, all right? It's just a matter of buckling down and getting it done. It's something I'm very excited to to uh, complete and finish. So uh, in other news, if you are a first-time visitor and this is your first time checking out the podcast, I'd like to welcome you personally and thank you for stopping by. I always like to explain what this podcast is about in kind of a quick one-liner, but this podcast is really geared towards helping all of us All of us experienced the life we were created to live. Um, And particularly on this season, we've been talking about the mentality of success. That's what actually the book will be about. So there you go. Those two things kind of go hand in hand. But hopefully you get something out of this. The format that I like to use is really just laid back, conversational. It's not anything that's really um, fixed up, I should say, or caked up. It's really uh, me showing up and and sharing with you all from my life, what's going on in my life and, and what I've experienced in my life things that I, I believe and I hope that will add value to yours, right? I think there's such a great synergy and great uh, development and iron sharpening iron when we, when, I, when we do things this way. So hopefully you all are getting some out of it. Hopefully it's something that you find valuable. Uh, again, I just want to say welcome to the podcast, all right? For the rest of my uh, tribe members, my Joshua Mentality tribe members, uh, you all know how this goes. I don't think I have very many updates this week besides... Make sure you all are, are staying up with the uh, the Black Caution series. I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but I'll say it again. The one we just did on mental health was one of my favorite episodes. One of my absolute favorite episodes, man. I didn't even... It's funny when you do something and, and in the moment, because it was so much going on that, that week, I was so just... I, I, by the time I got to the end of that week, because the very next day I had to put together 30 pieces of content for the next 30 days. The very next day after that show, a lot of people don't know that, but after that, after that, I didn't even have time to really breathe and take in what we had just done uh, with that, that, uh, shooting that series and man, just watching it all back right now has really, 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 it's, it's been, man, it's, it's just been a, a great experience to see just how that kind of unraveled. I think you all got some really, really valuable stuff there. And so I hope you hope you're checking it out. I hope you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, I really want to be able 
to have these things kind of fund themselves. So as much exposure as they can get and build, it, it allows it to continue going. I hear a lot of people asking, hey, is there going to be a season two? Is there going to be a season two? And I'm like, well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if there's a season two because these things, they have they have to uh, pay for themselves. None of that. None of that. You, you all saw the quality of that. None of that, you know, it kind of happens out of thin air. I got a lot of great friends who've been who've been doing um, a lot of great work, a bit low, probably what they charge someone else. So I want to honor that. I want to make sure they get exactly what they they deserve. So I, I tell you all that just to say, check it out. I want to get some exposure on this so it can start to grow and and um, be able to fund itself. All right. And be able to take care of the people who are, who are really doing some great work. All right. For this week's episode, though, I I thought, man, it'd be great. You all know I like I like to share really transparently from where I'm at in my life. And some of the most fun moments where I get to do that is when I'm, I'm kind of doing my own personal development and, and growing in my own life, and I come across things that are, that are like, shareable. Like, hey, I got to share this. Because I don't know how many people have heard this. I don't know how many people need this. But if it's helping my life, I'm sure it can help yours, right? So I had that moment this week. This week, I, I, I've been reading a book here, uh, and I think it's, it's just a fantastic book. It's called Organize Tomorrow Today. Organize Tomorrow Today, and it's by Jason Selk, and I think the second guy's name, Tom Bartow. Actually, I think it's like three of them. Tom Bartow and then Matthew Rudy. Yeah, I think I got those right. But anyways, if you look up the book title, it's called Organize Tomorrow Today. I'm almost through the whole book, and it's just been, sometimes, you know, you need those refreshers, and then it's great when you can get a refresher and like added information, and all of it really plays into what I'm writing in, in the book right now. I'm, I'm in the development section of the book and we're going through some of those, we're getting ready to go through those seven critical areas of life and really helping you kind of put that into a process within your life. And that was just excellent. It was just excellent to, to read through some of the stuff. So I'm going to share with you some of the one, I think just one of them will be more than good enough. I'm going to, I'm going to get into one of the points that I was reading today. But first, for a little story about today's episode, today's episode almost didn't happen. Like, I'm just going to be, <laughs> I'm just going to tell you all the truth. Today's episode almost didn't happen. It wasn't because anything like major took place. It was just one of those moments. I had one of those moments where it was like that, that inner voice in your head goes, will it really be a big deal if we miss one episode? You know what I'm talking about, y'all. It's the same voice, that same enemy that says, are you sure it'd be be a problem if we miss today's workout? Are you sure it'd be a problem if we break, you know, the healthy lifestyle change we've had in our food and and how we eat? You think it'd be, you know, it won't be a big deal if I don't show up today or if if I'm inconsistent on this. I had one of those moments with with this podcast. I, I, I was... I was tempted to give in to that idea that if we miss this week, that's fine. We still got next week. You know, I'm I'm super tired. Today's kind of just running back to back to back. You know, one of those days where you feel like, man, I need a nap. So maybe I'll just do that instead. That almost happened. Seriously, almost happened. But then I thought back to something I read today. And I was, and I was, I was, it was so appropriate and so timely 
because here I am having this, I was having this thought here and I remembered what I read about process and how dangerous it is when we focus our lives on results and product more than we do process. A lot of times we look at results as the, like the main course in life, but it's not, it's not. Process is the main course. I'm going to say it again. Process is the main course. What do I mean by that? Process is not, if we were to like have a lineup and process represented like nice things, process would not be the nice looking thing. It wouldn't be the sexy item within the lineup. It wouldn't be shiny. It wouldn't be, you know, anything to call home about. It would probably be a, a bag of, of concrete or dirt or, you know, just like solid foundation. Why? Because process is really the foundation that produces the results. Process. And this is the conversation I'm having inside of my head, y'all. I'm like giving it to myself thinking, are you serious? You've been going, this is the 45th straight episode you've been doing, 45th week straight. Are you really going to dishonor whoever might show up in the 40? I don't care if two listeners show up. Are you really going to dishonor that? Are you really going to step out of the process that you've been building? Maybe you haven't seen the results that you wanted. Maybe you haven't gotten the the final product that you want, the outcome that you're looking for. But that does not mean we check out or forsake the process. The process. And I know for a lot of us, that can seem really conceptual. So for the next 10 minutes, let's, let's really break this down, okay? Because we talked about the seven critical areas of life, and I've been kind of reviewing just in my mind how to help that resonate better, you know, for you and in your life. And I think process is the best way to talk through it. Because for... One of the examples that the book was using was it talked a lot about professional athletes. And so there were some athletes that were, you know, doing their thing and they are top of the line, you know, elite athletes. And the first point that it made was that you can get away with checking out of process when you're operating kind of just off of pure talent and you're you're not yet, you know, hitting that threshold where you go into greater potential. Like you can operate in in. And I'm sorry, you can operate outside of process when you're kind of the top one in your in your group. When you're the head leader in your group, you can operate outside of process. But how many of us are looking to grow? We're looking to go, you know, get outside of our comfort zone and get outside of, you know, the some of the growing pains that have plagued us. The only way to do that is you have to step into process. You have to really embrace process. And so it was using examples of athletes, right? And, and sometimes how they would focus so much on results, like say during a game, a batter comes up uh, to, to hit and just completely in their head, completely in their head. And it shows in their performance because they get all tight, they get all worked up and they, and they can't perform at the level which they should be able to perform. They can't perform at the level of greatness that is well within their potential. And what I, what I love about it was 
they did it. These case studies, what they show was that when those athletes, when they got those athletes, you know, into just a mindset of instead of focusing on the end result, hitting a home run, getting on base, getting a higher hitting percentage, instead of focusing on all of that, focus on process. So what is process? Process is focusing on what's the next move. This is an example. Instead of focusing on hitting a home run, getting a higher hitting percentage, the, the end goal, the outcome, the result, what do I need to do today? How do I need to show up to batting practice today? How do I need to show up to physical training today? How do I need to engage, you know, my diet today? And I think that is the, the key that I want you to, I want, I want you to think about how that translates in your life. Those results that you've been looking for, no matter what, it can be anything, whatever the result that comes to your mind that you've been looking for, I want you to take a step back from that result and think about what would the process look like that would lead to getting that result. If it's having more money, if it's being able to buy that house, if it's being able to have enough money to save up to buy that business, what is the process? What do you need to be doing each day to lead up to that point? Maybe it's budgeting. Budgeting is a process move, but you have to be, well, let me, I'll get to that in a second. Budgeting is a process move. Let's say you're working on your leadership and there's a certain level of leadership, understanding or competence that you want to obtain. And maybe you've struggled because you, you've kind of put yourself under this, you know, magnifying glass where you're looking for certain results. Whether maybe it's maybe it's you as a manager, maybe it's you as an employee. You're looking far, you're looking ahead of what you what you want. And, and trust me, that is a great thing to want those things. But what's the process? The process is what you need to fall in love with. Because let's be honest, the results oftentimes are short-lived. The, the, the aura wear, wears off and, you know, the honeymoon, you know, phase kind of dries up. And all we have left is what is what our experience from that process. Results are kind of like the, those exhilarating, that, that exhilarating uh, roller coaster ride. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. You should go on it. You should look for that as, as, as a goal. But fall in love with the process. Fall in love with that as, as dreadful as it seems. That long wait that we have to have to get on the roller coaster. That long wait that you have to have to put together one day after one day after next day after next day of, of, a, of a, a better um, thought process in your mind. Of, of harnessing more productive thoughts. Of sacrificing time. We're like, man, I'm tired of, of, of going to bed early. Man, I'm tired of getting up early. Man, I'm tired of focus and stay in the process. The process is what you should fall in love with. And this is something I've had to do in my life over the last, like recently, like over the last three months, there's been some major changes I've had to make. But because I looked at where I want to get to and I'll get specific here because I, 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 I love you guys. I like to be transparent. And so I, I'll be real specific. When I think about the things that I wanted to see in, in my business and 
veering out on my own to, to really expand my business, I realized, hey, in order to do the things that you want to do, it's going to require you to become a high capacity leader. The results that you want are going to require you to become and be able to distribute and contribute high value in each one of those areas that you're looking to serve. This is the conversation I had with myself before, you know, branching out. And what I realized is what are the processes that I need to have every day in order to develop into that person? And so some, some process, some processes I had to totally revamp my bedtime. And I, I like kind of just being able to stay up if I want to go to bed, if I go to bed when I want to wake up when I want to. No, 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 no. That changed. I had to start waking up earlier because I knew, hey, you have a lot of work to do, number one, <laughs> so you need to get up earlier. But number two, there's certain habits, there's certain winning habits that you have to have in your life that are common. There's common habits that if you look at, you know, some of the most successful people and some of the most uh, wealthiest people and some of the, the greatest uh, services and products that we've seen in our life, they're connected to people who had winning habits. And one of those winning habits was getting up early. The discipline. And so I had to focus on that process. What do I need to do today? Well, as overwhelming as getting up early sounds, I can focus on the process of at least making sure I'm getting in bed early enough. Let's just focus there. Let's focus there first. The next thing I had to kind of look at was my time with God, because for me, faith is the bedrock of everything I do. But if I'm not spending time with the bedrock, then how is it really a foundation? And so I had to focus there. What's the process there? That, that, that's the number one critical area that if you all have been following me for all, you know, out of the seven, that's number one. I had to re I had to, I had to reassess. And do so by focusing on the process. And, and I'm sharing that with you because I want you to know that is a complete contrast to how things were going before that point. Before that point, I would, I would just jump into cold turkey action. And cold turkey action, for those of you who aren't familiar with that term, it's just trying to go from zero to 60. So I, I, wasn't, I wasn't getting up early, but now I'm going to get up the earliest of early. And I'm going to just try to do a, a million things all at once. And you overload the, your capacity. And I can't overload capacity when I'm trying to build a greater capacity. And so I started small. And here's some, here's some, here's some just some practical tips. Because if you're like me, you like some practical things you can do. I told you that story in those examples. I hope that kind of helped get you a good primer. But here's some examples, some things that can get more specific on what we can do to really work on implementing processes into our life. So I wrote down just a few, I thought there were some good sound bites from the reading I was doing. I'm going to read these to you. And it says this, it says process goals. When we talk about process goals, they must be measurable. You've heard this before, but process goals must be measurable because you want to make sure that whatever goal you pick for, as far as a process goal, that it's within your control. This is a little bit different from, you know, some of you've heard of smart goals and things like that. When we're talking about measurable goals, when it comes to process day to day things, you want to make sure it's things that's in your control. 
oftentimes we pick process goals that aren't things that we can control. And so it causes a letdown and a, and a loss in confidence. If your process goal involves someone else, then that's a bad process goal because you can't control someone else. But if your process goal involves you and what you can do and you start small but measurable, now you're setting yourself up to be able to boost uh, confidence and be able to set a goal that you can hit daily. And so here's another thing I thought that was very uh, a very good point. It said set process goals at a level that you can hit on days when you don't feel like it and on days when you do as well. Set process goals that the easy fruit that even on those days, like for me today, when I didn't, I thought, I mean, I don't want to do a podcast today, but I've, I've already gotten into this process and I've already set goals that are so much in my control because it's just going into the, the creation lab, turn on the mic and doing it. It was easy to hit this goal even on a day when I didn't want to. Okay. So process goals, make sure you can hit them daily. Make sure they're, they're process goals that you can do when you don't feel like it and when you do. So that that helps um, prevent us from picking pro- goals that are way too far, way too big. That prevents us from saying, you know what? I, I've, I've never done this habit before, but from this day forward, I'm going to do this habit every day. No, 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 no. Start a little smaller. If you haven't been getting up early and you struggle to get up early, then maybe you need to start with 30 minutes early. Maybe that's your process goal. Every day I'm going to get up 30 minutes early instead of jumping to an hour, two hours. All right. The next thing that I thought was was pretty um, good here, and I'll make this the last one so we can wrap it up. It talked about just the paradigm shift. The paradigm shift that happens is when you incorporate process goals instead of product and, and result goals end goals, outcomes. And it talks about a paradigm shift that, and I have to agree with this. The paradigm shift is that it really takes the pressure off. It really does. It takes the pressure off when we, we stop focusing on the outcome and we really dedicate ourselves to get involved in the day to day. That's stuff that's not pretty. And even though we don't like it at first, we fall in love with it. Like right now, I've, I've, I've come to a point where I've fallen in love with the process. And there's, no, there's not really any results right now, y'all. There's not really any results. But this is probably the most encouraged, the most peace, the most you know, passion, the most you know, uh, confident I think I've been in a while. This is probably the most organized my life has been in, in, I think, forever. I think up until this point, my life has never been this organized. And by organized, I mean prioritized. Like I have such a clear vision and a clarity, but it's because I started focusing on the process. And I looked up the other day, I just wanted to, because I track these things. And that's the third, that's another thing, that's a bonus I'll throw in there. Track, (laughs) track your process goals, how consistent you are. I, I looked at my habits list the other day. Just to look at, you know, the simple thing of, of, of kind of the alignment in my life. And I'm on, I was on day, when I checked it, 107. You know how good that feels? And I was, I'm not doing anything that's like major. Just a small process. But I've seen that small process pour over into other areas of my life. 
And here's the last thing I'll, I'll, I'll share with you. I didn't plan on sharing this one, but I think it's important. Process goals are only as important as your ability to pick the right thing, to measure the right thing. I strongly encourage you, if you have not listened to that seven critical areas of life episode, go back and listen to that because I'm giving you a, a ready-made, ready-baked priority, life priority list. And trust me, when you focus on the number one thing, everything else falls in line. Getting my personal life into, you know, just focusing on that devotion piece and then the family and the community, like all everything just falls right in line. And I want to see the same thing happen for your life. All right. As you can tell, I'm, I'm passionate about this subject because I've gone over like five minutes already, but <laughs> I think it's worth it because I wanted I wanted to share this with you because this is something that's really helping um, my life. And I want to help yours. All right. So this is all this is, again, is coming from that development section. And before I leave, I actually share something that I wrote that's going to be in the book that I think is very, really going to be a powerful kind of shift for some people. So I, I was writing about development and I, I was thinking that development is really about reformatting your mind to focus on measuring what really matters. It's the difference of measuring your life based on results versus measuring your life based on process and prioritization. This is the difference between a life focused on continuous improvement, continuous development, recognizing and acknowledging that success is a continuous motion of development, not a destination. Success is a continuous motion of little processes every day, every day, every day. That's the discipline I hope for and pray for in your life. And I believe if you stay here and you stay in this community, that's something that you will begin to see and fruit in your life because we grow in networks and this is your network. If you're here every week and you're tuning in. And so I close by saying thank you again for joining this week's episode. Sorry I kept you a little long, but I hope it was worth it. All right. Make sure you don't forget to like, uh, review, give some comments and subscribe to that, that YouTube channel I told you all about with Black Caution. And you know, you know how it goes, y'all. I'll see you all here same time, same place next week, reminding you that success is your destiny. Yeah.